to another episode of Soul Filling, where you get your soul fed. I'm Tiffany. I'm Jasmine. And I'm Kobe. We have a special guest with us, Dr. Jackie Colbert. Yes. Hello, everybody. Hello, Dr. Well, thank Jackie. You. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Of course. Tell our beautiful audience what we call our soulmates a little bit about you. Well, hello, soulmates. I'm so excited to be here with these wonderful ladies um, on a Sunday evening and giving you some real soul food. As they've said, I'm Dr. Jackie Colbert. Um, I am your situationist, is what I call myself, and mm. chief positivity officer for Sipping Positivity, mm. So, which is what you'll hear a lot more about shortly. That's yes. right. Y'all hear that? Sipping positivity. Not the tea, not the negativity, <laughs> yeah. the positivity. That's right. right. And That's we literally right. just said that on right. one of our right. last, our last podcast. Our podcast. To the negativity. Yes. Right. Yes. Everyone's like, always oh, spill the tea. Spill the tea. And it's always geared toward negativity. Yeah. But we brought y'all some positivity. And let's just say tea is healthy anyway. So <laughs> it is. It right. is. Thousands of health benefits. Pages like Shade Room and mm-hmm. uh, World Star. Those go viral. Let's make the positivity go viral. Yes. Absolutely. Exactly. I'm here for that. Yes. Yes. And so it is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And you're actually a breast cancer survivor. I am. I am. I sit before you as a 10-year uh, can- uh, breast cancer warrior. Um, wow. You know, who would have thought Amen. 10 years ago when, when I... It, was in the throes of it that I would be surviving and beyond surviving, really just right. thriving Thrive. yes. and being a warrior. Yes. Um, not just for breast cancer. I just so happened to have gotten into a club that I didn't ask to be a member of. Yeah. However, now that I am in this club, I do have a responsibility to mm-hmm. educate and elevate the level of awareness around breast cancer. Yes, wow. that's good. So can you tell our soulmates a little about, like, how can they make sure, you know, you know, at the beginning stages, make sure how to check for, you know, lumps. I'm not, you know, I'm not even saying the right lingo. So I feel like you could help me out. Like how to make, well, I don't know if there's even preventative measures, but how to just make sure you catch it early. Well, I tell you what, you're using the exact uh, correct words. Lumps, bumps, anything Mm -hmm. that doesn't feel normal is what you should be checking for. Uh, in my Sipping Positivity box this month and onwards, I've added a card that kind of teaches people how to check for those things. That What, what you're checking for is anything abnormal. Mm-hmm. Okay. Every single month, men and women, you should be doing your breast exams. Mm-hmm. One out of four men, well, actually, no, I'm, I'm saying the wrong statistics, at least 400 men will be diagnosed with breast cancer. I when that. I yes, when I was going through chemotherapy, I had a gentleman. With, he sat beside me getting chemo for breast cancer. So if you have mammary glands, hmm. you can have breast cancer. Wow. They have tissue up there. Clearly, it's not as much as most women have, right. but they do have breast tissue. Hmm. And so it begins with doing those uh, exams. Remember, you know yourself better than anybody else. And so things that are abnormal should be found first by you. You should never wait for a medical practitioner to tell Mm. you I'm feeling a lump. And Mm. I'm thankful that I paid attention to my body. And even two weeks after getting a full physical exam and being told that everything from the top of my head to the sole of my feet was just perfect, Mm. two weeks later, I found a lump in my breast. And my doctor said I was crazy. 
there's no way that there could be a lump in my breast. Just calm down. Hey, Jackie, I know you're going to school for your doctor thing, but you're not that kind of a doctor. Wow. But guess what? I'm the doctor of my body. Yeah. Mm. And so I want all of uh, your soulmates, right? Yes. yes. All of you soulmates out there, I want you to be, you love yourself enough and be attuned enough to know when something is going wrong. Wow. Oh, my gosh. And so after you found that lump and your doctor told you you were crazy, so did you get a, a second opinion? Oh, no. The second opinion was me. <laughs> was, yes, there was, there was something in my breast. Right. I'm going to keep calling you until you agree that I can get a mammogram. So wow. I, wow. I make a joke of it now where I say I was 39 and a half, so not quite 40. Uh -huh. And and. You know, at the time in 2008, it wasn't mandatory right. for you to have um, a mammogram if you weren't at age 40. But wow. I kept pushing the envelope, even if it meant that I had to pay for it myself. Wow. Yes. So after two weeks of calling her, I beat her into submission. Mm -hmm. And she said yes, that I could get it. Um, I ended up waiting another two weeks. Mm -hmm. um, and that wasn't of her doing. It just so happened that I was in um, an advanced kind of a development class working at Dell. They'd sent me out to UCLA for two weeks. Mm. Came back that Friday on a Monday. I went in at 8 o'clock to get a mammogram done. For those of you who've gotten a mammogram done before, it takes about 30 minutes or less. I was there for two and a half hours, and I knew. Actually, I knew from the time that I felt the lump that something was wrong. Wow. Mm. It, was, it was, you know, Oprah says this thing, what I know for sure. Mm. There's several things about me that I know for sure. It's just like one, I'm directionally challenged. Um, <laughs> what I knew for sure is that this thing that was in here, mm -hmm. it didn't belong in here, and I wanted it out. I wanted somebody to affirm it. Um, and make no mistake, my, my entire being all of my life has, has been positive, whether it was forced positivity or how I embrace it on a daily basis, mm. but I knew something was off. Wow. And so... The radiologist came in and he said, I'm sorry to have kept you so long because they kept going and going and going from the basic to the ultrasound to additional this, that, and the other. Fast forward, um, my doctor was calling me. Four o'clock, my films were couriered over to a surgeon's office. I was seeing a surgeon at that time and making a decision on the next step, which was getting a, a biopsy to get you... Um, more finite details on exactly what it was. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I just have to ask, like, what was that process like? What were you feeling? Because I, I feel like I would be so scared. Well, so here's the thing, and, and don't take this the wrong way at all, because I pride mm -hmm. myself on being humble. I believe that when you humble yourself, you'll be exalted, and I take it very seriously. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the year prior, lung cancer which um, came from my dad as a result of prostate cancer took him home to a different address in heaven mm. so in in my mind I'd be damned if cancer is taking me out I got too much stuff to do that's that, what I'm talking about I mean, right, you, right. sometimes you gotta be a badass yeah so I said to myself but and let me back up me by myself dangerous I couldn't do it by myself mm. um I was praying, trying to tune in to God. I wasn't mm. hearing anything, but mm. I was just moving forward with a bit of badassery, so to speak. Mm -hmm. um, I like that word. And got the biopsy on a Wednesday. Friday, 
sitting on my reclining chair in, in Pflugerville at the time I lived in Austin. Mm -hmm. At 4.45 was when I received a phone call from my doctor and he said, hey, how you doing? I'm good. I was still sore from the, um, the, the biopsy that was done on Wednesday. And he mm -hmm. said, well, are you sitting? I said, yep. He said, well, we looked at it and it's positive. You have breast cancer. So I made a bit of like a yelp. It sounded like my dog that I had at the time. And I cried for about one minute and he stayed on the phone with me. Love you, Dr. Lewis, he's so phenomenal. And, and uh, he said, are you there? And I said, yep, I'm here. I said, I tell you what, I'm ready to rock and roll. What do we need to do to get it out? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so that was my mindset. And at that point in time, I heard God speak to me and he just said, be still. Be still and know that I am God. Mm. And that's the mantra that I've taken with me always. Yeah. Are y'all getting a heavy dose of positivity or what? <laughs> I'm shook. I just want to cry because that's just so amazing to me. I'm not going to lie because I don't know why I'm crying, but um, it's woo woo. <laughs> yeah, it it's, it's, woo -woo. it's just because I'm like a person who's just like, I don't want to hear any bad news. Like, you, my mom. I was talking to my mom about it, and I told her, like, don't tell me anything bad. Like, you were talking about earlier before you started the podcast, how there's so much negativity on yes. Facebook and stuff like that. And for me, I'm really, like, an empath, so I will feel that all that negativity. Right, right. And so I was telling my mom, like, Mom, don't tell me about that. Don't tell me right. about that. And as I was leaving the house today, she was telling me about something, and she was like, Tiff, this happened, this happened, this happened. And she's like, oh, yeah, you don't want me to tell you about that. And I was like, but it's okay, Mom, because this is a, something I have to face. Because regardless of something in life is, you know, things around us go wrong all the time. Mm -hmm. And so true. Um, what she would tell me before this, like the other night, she was like, um, this happened. You know, she's telling me this stuff. She's not a negative person. Right. And I was like, don't tell me that. She's like, Tiffany, you are covered. And then I, that's all I needed to keep going. You but I just thought... Like, with you, when you just said, okay, you cried, and then the next minute you're, like, straight to rock, rock and roll. That's and right. that's when God said, look, be still. I got you. Absolutely. And that shit just means the world. I feel like everybody should hear that because at the end of the day, there's nothing we can do. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's things that we can do. Right. But um, at the end of the day, God is, has the, the end. Like that's you said, right. you said it. Yeah, Ooh. I really believe that. Now, mind you. I didn't hear his voice before that. A month had gone by, right? And mm -hmm. I felt the lump, and I didn't hear his voice, and I was praying. I just didn't hear it. And But from the point that I heard, be still. Uh, when I talked to my VP, Adele, at the time, and I told him, he was like, he's kind of giving me this look like he was from the Bronx, so we always had this Bronx, Brooklyn thing going. <laughs> he was like... Brooklyn, you all right? I said, yeah, I'm all right. God told me to be still, and he's still giving me this look like, I think she might have a cup of crazy. <laughs> but what I have to believe is the other part of that, which is faith without works is dead, right? Right. So God told me to be still, which my feeling was, he's got me. Now I just have to act like I'm already healed, like cancer is gone. Yeah. So I acted that way. I took two weeks off from work, went back to work, Dropped one class from school because I was going through my doctoral mm -hmm. program, mm -hmm. went back to school. Everybody's looking at me like, 
I see her rocking the Erica Badu, but I think she might have a bowl of crazy right now. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm crazy. I'm crazy about what God told me. Yes. Yeah, so. Mm, that's so good. That reminds me of um, I was at Lakewood. I go to Lakewood Church, but um, yes, and I believe it was Lisa Osteen. That's his sister. She was Mm -hmm. preaching, and she was just talking about the Word of God, and she was saying like, if you follow His Word, you will see what the Word says is true. Yes. And so it's like, okay, you know, we have all these doubts like, you telling me to do this, you telling me to do that. It's, it seems crazy. But she said, if you just follow what he says, yes. he will show you that this is true. Right. And so it's just like, I don't know. It just seems like people might think you're crazy because really? you said be still and you're going, you're acting like you're healed already. Yes. But it's just like you're just doing what God told you and then I would be like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's true. It's true. I'm just curious how you got to that point because I was um, at work and I was talking to a woman and her daughter is going through, um, and I forget the cancer, but she, you know, is going through cancer treatment. But her mindset is, you know, she's just not in a good place. You know, she's a mother. Her uh, husband is, you know, has taken a kid. She's moved back in with right. her mother. She's just in a very dark place. And her mom, you know, went through the same cancer. And she was like, I was one, you know, the same yeah. attitude you had. Right. You know, she's just trying to help her daughter, you know, to get into that mindset. So mm-hmm. what is it, you know, that helped you get to that place? Were you always that way? Was it? Uh, for the most part, and I think that by design, God was preparing me for that place. Mm. Uh, you know, sometimes when we, I, I am dogmatic about lived experiences. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when we're going through tough things, uh, whether it is, you know, you find yourself repeating the same class, whether it's in finances, mm-hmm. uh, men, issues with men, yep. issues with yes. women, issues with friends, and you find yourself repeating those classes. And trust me, uh, soulmates, I've repeated several classes. Right. Um, right. And you don't you don't <laughs> stop repeating those classes <laughs> until you've learned the lesson. Yes. So for, for me, th- those challenging times that I was going through is what prepared my mental toughness to deal with it. Wow. Uh, l- l- let me let me dial back and share with you a little bit. I'm one of eight kids. Wow. I'm the oldest girl. Uh, we we immigrated from. Um, South America, British Guyana in the early 80s, and we lived in a two-bedroom apartment. Eight kids, eight kids in one bedroom, mom and dad in the other, several bunk beds. That's how we made it work. Mm. Uh, I've been working since I was 15, you know, learned how to cook, clean, and everything, being second in charge mom since age nine. Mm. Uh, So I had to be tough. I didn't have a choice. You know, I grew up in Brooklyn. I walked to school in in the snow. You know Mm. what's funny about all of that? I actually thought we were rich. I really did. I didn't know. I didn't. There wasn't. There wasn't suffering. I thought leaving Guyana and coming up to the U.S. What a Mm. privilege! Are you kidding me? I have the chance to make a difference. Um, Started going to NYU. Dropped out of of NYU. Left that alone very quickly. Mm -hmm. um, You know, after high school, and joined the army. So all of my experiences, I spent four and a half years in the Army. I was a urological nurse, um, you know, lived overseas and all over. So having those uh, situations where, you know, you're sleeping in a foxhole overnight with a friend, you're carrying an M60, not an M16, Hmm. that mindset has got to be tough. (laughs) Mm. And oh, by the way, the biggest of them all, 
I'm Raven Fuller's mom. I had a daughter to raise. I was a single mom. Cry? I can't cry. Now, let me say this, soulmates. I have to honor individuals um, who have deeper emotions. And and I wouldn't classify it as deeper emotions. Mm -hmm. We're wired differently. Mm -hmm. God in his infinite wisdom made us all such that there's no one like you. Mm -hmm. There's no one like you. And there's no one like you. So... When we have negative emotions, dare I say, all of our emotions are God-given emotions. It's how far we take it. Mm. You know, it's okay to get angry when it's appropriately placed. It's okay to be mad when Mm. it's appropriately placed. It's okay to be sad when it's appropriately placed. But you've got to dial in. And, and dig deep and bring it up and know who you are and whose you are when you're going through those tough times. Because I don't sit in front of you saying there's any perfection over here. Oh, no, there's none. Some days I'm mad. Some days I'm sad. Some days as much as I love God and I believe in him, I'll cuss and then I'll pray. That's the truth. It is the That's absolute truth. Daily. Yeah. <laughs> So the thing that, uh, you know, towards your question, and I want to make sure that I've answered it appropriately, I think that I was being prepared for it. Okay. Um, And and by myself, zero. Uh, With God's help and situations that he placed me in, those muscles of of toughness was just being developed. Wow. Wow. I wonder, like, how was your circle? Oh, wow. So this little book that I've written is called Corporate Sisterhood, The Ultimate Power Prescription for Every Woman, was born out of my circle. Um, I was going through, uh, as I mentioned, I was in my doctoral program and and getting to a point of writing my dissertation and saying, well, baby Jesus, okay, maybe you're not listening. Okay, how about full-grown baby Jesus? Are you listening? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay, the full-grown man is listening. What should I write my dissertation about? Hmm. And I started writing about cis, uh, friendships at work initially and um, doing a correlation analysis where I tie it into the greater your friendships and your circles at work, the benefit to the company is that they're able to retain their employees. You have folks who are more close-knit. And those days when you feel like you want to jump, somebody's going to be there to pull you hmm. back. But when I stepped back and I thought about it a little bit deeper, God has a unique way in which he talks to me. It's either when I'm ironing clothes, <laughs> in the shower, or doing dishes. Oh, wow. So hmm. he says, well, you were here in the state of Texas by yourself. My daughter was off on um, summer holidays when I was diagnosed. I'm glad because she, she is the opposite of me. She's a, very sensitive. Mm-hmm. She brings the water. I'm the dry one. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, having said that, you know, I was there by myself and my three girlfriends, of which the first was Angela Sanders, when mm-hmm. I called her and I told her what was taking place, she showed up to my biopsy with me. She was there mm-hmm. taking all of the notes when I couldn't, uh, my synoptic endings just weren't firing for me to fully articulate what was going on. Mm-hmm. And then Donita and Darlene, the way in which they embraced me supported me even in my toughness saying that I really didn't need much um, you know because I have weird eating habits I'm the one that was eating seaweed and I still do different things mm-hmm. like that so but the, the friendships which it, it wasn't just about friendships it was sisterhood for me mm. and the bonds of those sisterhood and the way in which we cared for each other and even if we don't speak for a year those bonds are still there and what I wanted to talk about in the book is 
one, how it helped me along my breast cancer journey, mm -hmm. but also what it means for a corporate body. And corporate is loosely defined. Mm -hmm. Yes, that happened while I was at Dow, but corporate sisterhood is this, what's happening mm -hmm. here. Corporate sisterhood is in the church. Corporate sisterhood is those bonds, those sacred bonds that you shared, um, where you can meet in you know, align and, and be of like mind and not always agree, but be of like mind mm. on the things that matter the most. Not right. always agree, yes. but be of like So that was my circle. And, and with Corporate Sisterhood, I say that I am on a journey and a platform to continue to elevate the, the state of sisterhood, not just in the United States, but globally. That's yeah. beautiful. You Thank know you. how we feel about sisterhood. Yes. We call each other our soul sisters. That's right. Yes. And That's right. so, like, I believe... I don't know if this is with you or not, but I just believe that your circle is everything because you can have negative people around you and that brings negativity into your life. So I know for me at least, and I know for the girls too, that we are really, um, what's that word called? Picky, I guess, about who, who's in the circle. About yeah. who's in the circle. You should be. You should be. I totally agree. Um, it's the same for me. Um, you know, I was sharing about the class that I'm teaching, and, and part of the class that I'm teaching, I um, there's a topic about how to think like Leonardo da Vinci. And mm. I, I want to make sure there's a, I'm, I'm going to get back to the point because I don't <laughs> want to stray too far. But as you know, Leonardo da Vinci was considered the Renaissance man. Yes. Right? And um, his level of intelligences are, are centered around seven da Vinci principles, of which one is, and I may not pronounce it, um, correctly because it's Italian but it's connexione and mm -hmm. connexione asserts that we're we're all connected mm. um, we may not agree on the degrees of separation that it is but we should have community and connection uh, and if you have a moment you should look up the da Vinci principles where it talks about da Vinci was astute where he looked at health and wellness mind body and spirit connection mm. he also talked about the balance between art and science he talks about uh, dealing with ambiguity, which is, I, be, I believe it's pronounced sufumato, S-F-U-M-A-T-O. Um, and, and I think the Italians looked at that as like smoking mirrors. So even in sisterhood, you've got to kind of look at all of those principles and say, okay, maybe I come to the table and I have a few of them. What else do I need to bring in around those seven principles that mm. will allow the group to be well balanced? Oh, yeah. wow. That's good. Yeah. And I feel like we're going to have like a podcast about the seven. Yeah. Let me tell you, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah, I was coaching somebody yesterday and that's one of the go do to really look at the principles and say, how do I line up against these seven principles? Mm. You know, um, and, and, and they're really deep. Da Vinci was, uh, he, he was some kind of a guy. And that's kind of what we have built our friendship based upon right. we always say to ourselves or say to one another like we're all very different right. but we all complement one another well and, so and it's exactly. just like with your circle your sisterhood circle I'm sure that you have an emotional one someone that can <laughs> kind of check you like okay you're being yes. too stiff too firm yes. or one that can um just do something that the others do not do that can Absolutely. keep you well balanced like Absolutely. you just said and that's just so important so it's out there to have people we, we we talk about this all the time you don't want just yes men or yes women right. in your circle you do need that balance and and, and that's just key it is yeah. it, it really is um you know my my dear friend stephanie who lives in austin uh, we we have vacation all over and um 
you know, in as much as we agree on several different things, you know, she would say, no, I just don't agree with you on certain things. And we're okay with it. Yeah. You know, in a like manner, my uh, dear friend Marie, who she and I went to school together, Dr. Marie, she lives right here in Pearland when she oh, sees this. You know. Yeah, look at that. We're, you know, we're neighbors. Yeah. Um, but you know what? We agree, both Stephanie and Marie, we agree on so many things uh, collectively but then we also disagree on things individually and collectively, mm. and it's all right. Yes. It is okay. okay. Yeah. Yes. Sometimes we be excited. We're like, you would disagree? Yes. <laughs> like, well, this is awesome. Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes, yes. We need yes. someone. To you have to have people who are truth tellers, right? Yes. You know, my thing that I've always said, uh, back in the day I started running call centers when I got out of the army and I did it for T-Mobile for several years and whenever I was giving feedback and I would say listen I'm coming to you from a place of love and really I am I lead with love mm-hmm. that has always been who about. I am I'm coming to you from a place of love I want to share with you the things that are you that you're doing well let's talk about the things that you're not doing so well and that balance means that you should always be tender on people tough on issues yes. so knowing how to separate the two and in friendships you have to be the same way in that if my girlfriends come to me and say you know what Jackie you are really good at certain things but I don't appreciate that that thing that you did, let me tell you why. The mm-hmm. explanation, the why behind it is always a good way to position so it. True. And always, always come from a place of love. Always. Yeah. Ooh. That is down in relationships. Right? Yeah. Right? Come from a place of love. I'm yeah. like, where else can I use this at yeah. in my life? <laughs> I do have a question. When, How long was did you have breast cancer for? Well, you know, they like to tell you that up until the five-year mark, they can't say that you're totally cancer-free. Again, I just thought that from the moment that it was out of my body that I was cancer-free. That's how mm-hmm. I was living my life. Um, I went through almost a year of chemotherapy, mm-hmm. and then I went 35 rounds of radiation. Holy camoly, radiation was a beast. Mm-hmm. It really was. It was worse than chemotherapy. Uh, so it was pretty much an entire year of going through it. And so I want to actually ask all our guests this, just like, what's your soul care routine? But I, I want to be more specific with you. Mm-hmm. What, what was your soul care or like self-care routine while you were going through this journey? Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I, the best care for me was my, the time that I spent just really praying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm not sure that I am the best example to exemplify what soul care meant at that point in time because I might have been in more of a fight mentality mm. so it, it so let me kind of clarify uh, that one and my my other friend Stephanie Stephanie H who was in Austin at the time the week that I had my surgery and all of that she 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 ran a boot camp company in Austin okay. whenever she was on vacation I did her boot camp classes I was oh, wow. deep into bunch of different things you know certified for Zumba and all of that awesome. so she's gone I'm teaching boot camp I'm scheduled to have surgery that Friday morning you're not supposed to eat or drink anything midnight and onwards right right so I go I teach boot camp she still doesn't know that I'm having surgery that Friday morning oh my that's right and, and this is not just the biopsy. This is the actual surgery for lumpectomy and to put my uh, port cap in. Oh, 
Dr. So, Jackie. Yes, I'm not, again, not the best example, but I was strong enough to handle it, so I wouldn't say that for another person. So I, I did boot camp, and then after boot camp was over, at 7 a.m., I called her and I said, Stephanie, boot camp well, went well, everybody showed up, it was a great day. Hey, by the way, I just want to let you know, um, they found this cancer thing in my lump, in my breast, so um, I'm having surgery this morning. I'm going to get dressed and go <laughs> to the hospital. She was like, what? I can't believe. She was very upset. Oh, I can she imagine. She was very upset. But yes. let me fast forward. Two weeks after my surgery, no, three weeks, let me not tell a lie about that, I was back doing my workouts three days a week. Wow. Three days um, a week. Just pacing myself, and I gained a lot of weight uh, going through chemotherapy. It's a misnomer that you get super skinny mm -hmm. when you're going through different cancer treatments. It's not true. For me, in order for me to... The, my body to accept the drugs that they were giving to mm -hmm. me, they also had to give me a lot of steroids. Mm -hmm. Steroid makes you gain weight. On a yes. Tuesday when I would get chemo, by midnight I would stand in my pantry and just eat like nobody's business and I would call my daughter and say, please really pry me away from the pantry. It yeah. would, I was like a raging bull. Mm. Um, so for me it was just really grounding myself as much as I could in the Bible praying, going to church, but I, I did go back to work. Um, I did, you know, continue my exercises, and I was also in school full-time. And what that did for me... I'm sorry, that's even hard for, an, like, a person not going through anything. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just well, it kept my mind off of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I chose to, yeah. on the days that I received my chemotherapy, I made sure that I had conference calls at the same time. Because I didn't want to look at the red stuff going into my vein and paying attention to the fact that chemo is a poison. It, it's intended to go in and poison the bad cells. But unfortunately, it poisons some of the good cells as well. So mm. I didn't want to think about that. And I, I chose, positivity is a choice. I mm -hmm. chose to put myself in a positive space. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And we know that, like, I'm so glad you said that. You know that, like, what your thoughts, what you think you become. Yes. And so I'm just, that's a really good thing to do. Yeah. And also it's just like um, with cortisol, cortisol, mm -hmm. is that what it's called? Mm -hmm. yes. stress in your body, hormone. stress hormone, uh, hormone. If you're stressing out, that could breed even more disease. It breeds a lot of diseases like, Absolutely. you know, heart disease and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. So it's very important to do things like working out and eating healthy right, and right. staying doing the things you love so Absolutely. you don't have to build up that stress and that cortisol that might amplify a disease in your body. You're, you're so right. But I, I do tell people that my breast cancer story is, it's a great news story. It's not even a good news story, it's a great news story. Because mm -hmm. honestly, when I've been asked the question of whether or not I would change anything about my life, no. Not one bit of it, not even breast cancer, no. Mm -hmm. Because oh had I not had that experience, I wouldn't be here sharing my story. Now, again, I didn't want to be in the club, but I was selected to be in the club. And sometimes God uses the worst situations in our lives to really help somebody else. Mm -hmm. You know, who really wants to, to can, can I go talk to someone who's going through breast cancer and saying to them, I know what you're feeling, mm -hmm. but I do know. You know, along those same lines, someone who has been through another situation, 
that I may be going through, I would be more apt to listen to, to their perspective on it such that they can in turn help me. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, so again, I didn't want it, mm. but it's, it's not incumbent upon me now to say I would trade it. I don't want another person's life. I'm good with mine. Mm, that's yeah. beautiful. That's oh my beautiful. God. I just, I love how you took ownership and just that acceptance because many people, when we get these catastrophic events in our lives, we always give that, why me? Yeah. Why me? Yeah. And even when it's something, and it just goes to show how much human beings we complain about yeah. things that's <laughs> not even remotely worth complaining about. Right. It's just like traffic or something that is yeah. minuscule as, you know, anything. And it just goes to show that we, with God, of course, can can change our circumstance. Yes. And so one question I wanted to ask, um, I know you've seen like your entire life, you've been heavy, you've been strong Christian woman, you've been high with faith. Mm -hmm. you, faith God has led your life. Right. Would you say at that time when you got breast cancer, did that um, per se strengthen your faith like no other? Or would you say up all of the obstacles that you've endured over your life has already strengthened that faith. No, 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 not at all. I actually, I believe that at the time that I was diagnosed, I was so busy driving my career mm -hmm. that something needed to happen to get my attention. Oh yeah. Um, I was being promoted at my job at Dell. I was a HR director. I had a global job, big responsibilities. Mm. Yes, I was in the doctoral program. I was selected as key talent. Everything was going great, you know, mm. had my own house, you know, I, I, I was keen on saying, oh, I've been turning my own key since I was 18 years old. Wow. Yes, all of those things are factual, and I've done well for myself. Mm. However, I was so busy going after all of those things that God said, you know what? Mm, yeah, you were prioritizing your list, but I was not at the top. Ooh. Wow. Oh, yeah. So I'd like to sit here and be prim and proper and say, oh, yes, I was this strong Christian. And guys, I continue to fail. I continue to fail. I mess up at least a couple of times during the course of every day. Same. Yeah. Same so so I, I, I never want to suggest that it's all about perfection. Mm -hmm. But when the rubber meets the road for me, mm. I know what I need to do. I mm. know which channel I need to tune into. And I can't ever forget it. When I get frustrated, I'm quicker to catch myself and I go, girl, you don't even know what God is keeping you from right now. Let that door be closed. Mm -hmm. Keep going. Yes. It's all right. You don't know what. Okay, so you left 10 minutes late. You better be glad. I heard Joel this morning. So I was having a TV church uh, situation this morning, and I love Joel. He was talking about waking up one morning, and his alarm didn't go off for whatever reason. Long story short, the same path that he was intended to go on, there was a big accident that he was uh he was diverted from that. Mm. Right. So you just never know what God is keeping you from. You just mm. never know. Wow. You know, I tell the story. I couldn't even make this up if I wanted to. On 9-11, I was living in Kansas City, again, running mm -hmm. call centers for uh, T-Mobile at the time and going on vacation to New York. I'm on my way to the airport, and my team lead, Sarah, is just blowing my phone up and blowing my phone up. I'm going, no, I'm not answering it. I'm not answering it. She kept calling me to the point where I get to the airport, and I pick it up. She goes, where are you? I'm like, I'm at the airport. She's like, do you know what's going on? So, no, no. And she's trying to explain to me that there's a plane crash. That's all we knew at that time. So I walk into the airport at Kansas City, and I looked up at the screen, and 
myself and everybody else remained frozen probably for about four hours because oh. I was flying into New York. You just never know. You just never know what God is keeping you from. Wow. Yeah. So, oh. um, yeah, this life is something else. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's yeah. mind-boggling. Hey, I had a question, but I'm like over here shook. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot it. I can't get all of my questions. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what was yeah. it? I mean, the, the story is really that he gives us so much grace. Mm. He gives us so much grace. And, and I have to put myself on blast in saying that I wasn't tuning in. I was mm. dialed into my own radio station, mm. digging my own vibes. It's like, mm-hmm, yeah, girl, you got it. You got it. It's all good. <laughs> He's right. like, be humble. Sit down. Hey. Hey. Yes. Sit down. Yes. You know, like Medea would say, sit down. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, he put me right down to where I had no choice. Mm. And and again, it's the duality and maybe even the triunity of things to where mm. he was saying to sit down and be humble. And this is what a lot of sometimes non-Christians don't get that in being humble that you can still do the work, mm. yes. You know, because faith without works is dead. Yeah, so yeah. you still have to More do the work and still live life, <laughs> right? Yeah, yes. still yeah. do the work, yeah. still live life, and still give God That's the glory. Right. That's right. Yes, 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 yes. I'm glad that you're pushing the still do the work <laughs> because yes. some people forget about that. Just like um, <laughs> Charlemagne, the guy, he has a yes. new book come out coming mm-hmm. out called Shook that. One. Mm-hmm. Yes, and um, you know, there's a lot of black people who has a stigma around therapy um like oh you're crazy if you go to therapy but he was like what if god is giving um you therapy so you could do the work so it's like mm-hmm. we try to um pray you know mental illnesses away and things like that i believe in prayer i've seen prayer working like 3.32 sex when mm-hmm. my mom prayed over yes. me and broke this um hold over my life and so but i also know that god gives us resources like your friends like therapists Mm -hmm. to be able to have you do the work so i know there's like people and what kind of like kind of like drew me back because people like make fun of it like oh you know he would say just pray it away just pray it away and they they throw that away sometimes they just go to a therapist but it's like both you Mm -hmm. pray and you go to god and you do the work. Do the and work. so I'm just like, don't do one without the other. That's, That's true. Right. Yeah. 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 No, I think you make a really great point about that. Uh, we have to break away, break down some of those stigmas which still exist. Um, and it's not even just about mental wellness. Mm-hmm. It's, it's about everything within our society. So I'm going to go back to the number one mm-hmm. dimension principle is curiosity. Mm-hmm. Curiosity is curiosity. And the way in which uh, the dimensions really break it down is having a thirst for knowledge Mm. and deconstructing meaning out of what you see, what you hear, and what's going on. Mm. So I've always been not a disobedient child, but Mm. when my parents said to me, uh, okay, for lack of a better example at this point in time, the sky is blue. Well, actually, it kind of looks aqua <laughs> is what I might say. <laughs> because this is what I'm seeing, right? right? Da Vinci has been known to say people have eyes, but they don't see. They have ears, but they're not really listening. Mm. What are we, And there's a notable difference between hearing and listening. What are you really hearing? How do you peel back the onion and, and peel back the loops of learning to where it gets to the third mm. loop and you really understand? So how does that connect with, with family members? When we saw the 
the auntie or the uncle that was in the back room, oh, they, you know, just leave them in their back room. Don't ask any questions. Mm. Guess what? Back in the day, some of them were dealing with hot flashes like I have. Mm. Hello. Nowadays, younger women are having hot flashes. Mm. It's not just you know, typecast a woman of a certain age. Mm. So you can't just take what people say to you and just say, okay, well, that's what mama said. I'm going to leave it alone. Mm. Do your research. Right. You know, going through chemo and radiation and my doctor telling me that I, oh, don't do the all natural stuff. Who are you? No, no. I'm going to drink this. I'm going (laughs) to. I'm sorry. But see, so that's another podcast regarding how the pharmaceutical companies and the, um, the U.S. Department of Ag- Agriculture and all of those guys are in bed together. That's a oh, whole yeah. separate story. We, we already story. know how they yeah. try but, but the natural should always supersede yeah, anything yeah. else, right? Uh, honoring the thought that you made. God designed and allowed the counselors, the therapists, and the like to be skilled with a certain way of doing things mm. to help us heal. Mm-hmm. Facts. Why wouldn't we use them? Mm. Right. Some pharmaceutical grade medicine is appropriate. Right. Sometimes you got to use them. Mm-hmm. Some all natural stuff, such as OPC3 or what my friends at marketing, whatever calls, <laughs> oligomeric proanthocyanidins. Those proanthocyanidins are good. It gets into the cellular level and it helps you. Mm-hmm. So we, we, we've got to. I don't even know that the stigma is just for us as people of color, African Americans. I find it in other places as well. Having lived in Korea mm. um, and having been around um, some of my Latina friends mm-hmm. and so on. So it, it's more balanced towards us, the, the brown and black. But uh, it's, we've got to break it down. The time is long overdue. Yes. Yeah. It has a lot to do with that whole um, rigid condition to comply. Right. It's not necessarily like we're like you said, condition for that whole curiosity and to yeah. reach out and because sometimes you're you're backlashed or you looked at you're frowned upon <laughs> yeah. or you can be disciplined if you're in a household and yeah. it's a very domineering setting and they're like how dare you back talk and yeah. then try to or just in school you back talking you're talking back to the teacher if you try to go against mm-hmm. the norm or go against the grain but still y'all we challenge our soulmates to yeah. do your research in spite of it all in spite of it all yes especially in this age of social media um fake news is real (laughs) like (laughs) oh my gosh do your research before you repost something do your research before you tell somebody what you saw on the internet like i don't think that was true that's right (laughs) because you can really sway um how somebody looks at something or even someone right you know what i mean so it's been really good talking to you um, was there any question, other questions that y'all wanted to ask? Or I did. Um, mm-hmm. Thinking on the, you know, I'm curious about um, your position as a life coach, and is there like a blueprint that you use, like when you when people come to you and say, okay, I need help with this, or is it more of a specific plan that you have? Like, is it an individual plan that you build for people, yes. or is it something on a grand scale right. that? You can no. provide for us. Or no, um, it would be so easy, and probably everybody could potentially coach themselves if, if there there was just one standard mm-hmm. blueprint. Uh, mm-hmm. I am the consummate situationist, and everyone's situation is different. Mm-hmm. Um, am I able to leverage some of the same elements that I may have in one plan into another? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But most people who come to me, I today I do more leadership coaching and dissertation okay. coaching. Yeah. But when you look at it as a whole. 
it's all about life. Yes. You know, the life coaching has kind of gotten a bad rap to it, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But I've, I've been certified in doing this body of work for probably a couple of decades before it became so <laughs> popular. Mm-hmm. Um, in my everyday job, I'm coaching leaders on different things, and I do organizational uh, change strategy. But again, the coaching leaders and, and uh, coaching individuals academically is primarily where I spend my time now. I do have a couple of life coaching clients, but I really think all of it is life coaching <laughs> because it might just be academically, it's just a slice of their life that I'm coaching mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. For my academic coaching that I do, it's dissertation support. So I have two clients that are doctoral students right now, mm-hmm. and I specialize in qualitative studies, primarily mm-hmm. phenomenological studies. And so I'm helping them to go through the dissertation process, which can be very painful. Again, no blueprint, um, but there are various elements that can be replicated or duplicated to use uh, interchangeably, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I do want my clients to feel special in knowing that I am, when they come to me, that I will do an inventory and customize something with them in mind Absolutely. and be very specific instead of applying a cookie cutter approach because it wouldn't be fair to them. I wouldn't want anyone to pay me for that. Yes. Oh, my God, I love that. Yeah. You can just hear the genuosity. Because, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. you know, a lot of people don't care they just care about the money as many classes as they possibly yeah. can and give them a, no you know no, no, no. Not so at that's not how at I feel all. about these hairstylists and oh. they like they just want you to come with oh, your goodness. hair washed blow dry <laughs> no like, like no. they just want yes and it's like okay so what are you doing they just want to get <laughs> as many yes. heads as they can that's true. Like, look if you want to do this you have to pay more let me tell you, you're all going to have to have me back on the show to talk about hair, the hair woes um, and all of these other little sidebars that yes. I got everybody in. But if you'd allow me, I'd love to say thank you and to, uh, to all yes. of your soulmates as well. Yes. Um, so listen, it's really been a pleasure being on the show in honor of Breast Cancer Awareness. I want you to love your selfie, just like when you're taking your selfie. Love your selfie first and make sure that you're attuned to your body. Uh, early detection really saves lives and it starts with you as an individual to make sure that you love yourself enough to just take a couple of minutes each month to say let me see what's going on at second base y'all know what second base is right you know, come if you have a boyfriend girlfriend first they get to kiss you and somebody yeah. says if y'all are married you get to, don't be doing that <laughs> but second base is where you begin to do those breast exams really checking under your arms and around the breast tissue nothing sexy about it just you caring about yourself enough and really checking out your entire body if you feel something that is out of the ordinary push the topic with your medical doctor. If you don't see a medical doctor, but you see a nurse practitioner, you owe it to yourself. Um, If you're a person of color who has been raised around some of these stigmas that we've spoken about, I want you to be the one who begins to lead the way in having those conversations and Mm -hmm. really changing the dynamic of of our family uh, situatedness, uh, so to speak. So uh, we're all here for a reason and irrespective of the fact that we might all have different reasons, you have to be here in order to serve out in that reason. So love your selfie and take care of your your selfie. Remember, early detection saves lives. Yes. Yes. Yo, I've been sipping on this positivity, and I feel great. No, but just we all know this: being living a positive life is just so important. 
for your mind, for your family, for your friends, and just your well-being. Because we could all get just in this hole if we're constantly influenced by the world in a negative way. Mm -hmm. And where myself, I'm so happy I'm able to be a, a positive person and so happy that we use the 24-24-24 rule mm -hmm. where we don't let a negative thought come into come into our minds for 24 seconds mm -hmm. without yes. replacing it with a thousand positive ones. Yes. So it's just like, I want to make sure that, you know, what you take from this podcast as well is just like, make sure you are always thinking positive and surrounding yourself with positive people. And that's the way you have a positive life. That's how you attract positivity into your life. Absolutely. And that's needed to overcome so many yes. things. Absolutely. Amen. And, and just to piggyback mm -hmm. on that, um, like just... Thank you, Dr. Jackie. Yeah, you dropped a gazillion gems oh, all up in our life, all up in our soulmates' lives. And just what Tiffany said, Dr. Jackie has been saying throughout the day, like, just because we're positive, it doesn't mean we're not going to be faced with obstacles. Right. And I know some of our soulmates, this may be like your first wave of trying to become a more positive people. I know we get people mm -hmm. that DM us and say, like, you know, I'm inspired now and, and I, I got to try this thing out. I'm making a life transformation. Don't be deterred when those obstacles come up or they do arise. I think that positivity, that muscle, we always say positivity is like a muscle that we're essentially mm -hmm. building. Yes. Just um, your muscle may be not that strong yet, but keep on building on that positivity until yeah. it just, um, until, so when those obstacles do arise, right. you have built that positivity up so strong that you can get through this and Dr. Jackie is a testimony to us all, and I'm just so inspired by her. Like, Thank so in you. super inspired. So inspired. But before you leave, you gotta tell us about your positivity subscription yes. box. Yes. Yes. So, uh, my Sipping Positivity uh, subscription box, we've just launched the second installment of the box. Um, I call the box a luxury experience box mm -hmm. with all things positive in it so you know you, you have the mindset wherein you're embracing positivity and the things that are in the box are intended to be an outward manifestation of what you're already thinking about mm -hmm. there's a 16 ounce mug in the box that allows you to sip and sip responsibly <laughs> uh, and then you get a, a bag of tea it's um, it's a orange zest tea that's in there you also get 12 postcards you get a wonderful wonderfully scented candle and then there's a um, a makeup pouch that is in the bag as well so it comes packed with over 150 dollars worth of items for a one-time purchase of $55. Hmm. Or if you're like me and you want to be purposeful about your positivity or about how you live life, hmm. you can subscribe to it on a seasonal basis, which has every three-month cycle for $49.99. Hmm. So you get a reduced um, offering for that. And if I would love for the soulmates that are watching to uh, check it out on my website, which is I am sipping Positivity and positivity is spelled P O S I T I V I T E A. Now, mm -hmm. it's all about the T, but we've got to keep it positive. So that's uh, <laughs> www.imsippingpositivitea.com. Soul Filling Podcast. We always, 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 always 
end our podcast with a positive affirmation. So what the heck is a positive affirmation if this is your first time? A positive affirmation is a positive statement that you are using to transform your life or you could be using a negative statement to transform your life in the negative way, in the gloomy way. And we don't want any of that. We only want positivity. So even in the Bible, it states, let the weak say, I am strong. So on those days when you're feeling weak, you're feeling defeated, you're not feeling like you're your most energized self, still combat that, replace that thought. Say, I'm feeling happy, I'm feeling energetic, I'm feeling ready and willing to go conquer the world. So guys, it's four of us, and I'm affirming that it is billions and trillions or whomever is divinely meant to be out there and tuning in, and we're going to go ahead and end our show out with positive affirmations. Who wants to go first? I can go, because this is how I feel right now. I am so happy about everything in my life and all the amazing people God keeps pouring into it. Mm, I agree. Mm. I am trusting in God to continue to do exceedingly abundantly above all I can think or ask in my life. Mm, that one. Yes. I am living life to the fullest. Mm. <laughs> so the pressure is on me, so <laughs> I'm really grateful. I am grateful. Um, really. That's it. I am grateful. I'm grateful for you tuning in. I'm grateful to all of the ladies that are here. I am just grateful. And we're grateful to have had you here. Tiffany, let the people know. Well, first, yes. I know you briefly did let them know where to find you. Go ahead and let them know one more time and in any additional platforms that you want to toss in there. Please let the people know because y'all need to go sip that tea. That's right. (laughs) They're right. If you're going to sip it, sip it good. You can find me most of the time on Instagram at Dr. D-R-J-A-C-Q-U-E, Colbert, C-O-L-B-E-R-T, like Colbert. That's C-O-L-B-E-R-T, D-R-J-A-C-Q-U-E-C-O-L-B-E-R-T on Instagram. And then I also have my Sipping Positivity page. It just said Sipping Positivity, T-E-A. Mm. Um, again, the website, because most people have a hard time finding it because I'm playing on words with positivity, www.im, M, the letter M, Sipping Positivity, P-O-S-I-T-I-V-I-T-E-A.com. Thank you. Yes. yes. Thank and you. And soulmates, you know where to find us. We're Soul Feeling Podcast everywhere. That's S-O-U-L space F-I-L-L-I-N-G. Come and make sure you share if you love this podcast. Because I know y'all, I knew they love this podcast. Because they need to go ahead and share it right now. They are going to share it right now. Like... Okay. They hope you tell us how we just changed our lives. That's yes. right. <laughs> y'all, y'all did have spread this not a negativity. I need y'all to spread this positivity. That's right. Not our soulmates, though. Our soulmates. Oh, you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. Positivity. <laughs> I didn't mean to do y'all like that. I just want to be a little ratchet today. Okay, <laughs> well, well, you know somebody that be spread that <laughs> negativity. Right. So go ahead and slide them this positivity. Oh, guys, and I'm so excited because oh, y'all yeah. are sharing like crazy and posting us and DMing us, and we are just so grateful that y'all are listening. And 
and that y'all are spreading the word. So I just yes. want to say thank you. Thank you so much. We get so happy. We just have a group message where we just sit in <laughs> screenshots like, yes. oh my gosh. So we are we just so it. happy that you, you guys are sharing. Make sure you subscribe. And if you are in town in Houston, you know we have our live show celebrating our two-year anniversary on November 1st. That's a Thursday. And ticket sales are still up. So come out and enjoy the festivities. We have poetry. We have live singing we have a live show with us which is gonna be phenomenal we're talking about everything we're already yes. getting heated up practicing for oh this gosh, <laughs> like God. we're going in on each other like going back and forth yes. and so light bites drinks and all that so come on out get your ticket yes. right now and um you know you can just get the ticket on instagram so i love you guys so much we love you we love you yes. we'll Thank talk you to you later in. until Bye. next time soulmates Mwah. <laughs>